Oh, so you do you want to address your Grizzlies now later? <laughs> I mean, I just I just feel like so. I will say this. I feel like LeBron James's last documentary is going to be based off this year. And it's going to show him beating the Grizzlies, which is okay. I'll, I'll deal with that. Then it's going to show him beating the Warriors. Then it's going to show him beating the Suns. And then winning a championship. And then there we go. Are you got Lakers going all the way? Dude, they beat the Grizzlies. Who else? Who else? <laughs> no one else can go against them. They're the best team in the league oh. and they beat them. I know you're, I know yes. you're a Grizzlies fan, but I, I don't, I don't. I don't necessarily think that them beating the Grizzlies means that they're going to win the whole thing. Now, I, I will say I do think they have a chance, right? Because they're they're playing great defense. This is a completely different roster since the All Star break, so it's. I know. There's, I mean, but Dylan Brooks got to go. Dylan Brooks got to go, dude. This you, ah, he's got to go. I'm sorry. You know, it's it's just, and I told you this months ago when they started running off at the mouth, I was just like, you know what? I like this young Grizzlies team, but they're making it every day. The season progresses. They make it harder and harder to like them. And they talked mm-hmm. all this shit and got dog mm-hmm. walked in an elimination game by 40. And I told you this was going to happen. If they were getting going to get put out of the playoffs, that last game that they got eliminated, they were going to fold. This is what young inexperienced teams do. Like they just, they just like they didn't even go down swinging. They just they got ran I'm off a, the court, bro, by a bunch of quote unquote I'm old a, dudes. I'm gonna tell you why it's so painful, right? You know my wife's a Lakers fan, bro. Like, Ooh, how how was that night? You forgot about that? Like, yeah, you forgot about that. So that's how bad it is. <laughs> that the last game, and we're looking at each other, and I'm like, so we supposed to do our podcast together, everything else together. I'm like, you know what? Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We're okay. We ain't talking no Grizzlies. <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> Next subject, bro. It's so painful. It's so painful. Well, welcome back to the Nubach Nerds Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Chris, aka Prince, with the homie Deron, aka Medic Grizzly. Deron. What's good, bro? Grizzlies aside, how you feeling, man? I'm okay. Even Giannis got knocked out, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Giannis got hurt. So I I, I honestly I, I feel really bad. For Giannis, because I, I I genuinely like like Giannis, um, yeah. But you know the Bucks will be back. They'll be back. I I think they'll get a little bit younger this offseason because they do have like the oldest roster in the NBA right now. They need to get some some young bodies in there. But um, you know, man, let's let's go on about some challenge. yeah. Some more some comic stuff, man. We want some more Anyways, right now. guys, gonna... we we are back not to talk basketball, but to talk comic books, everything in nerddom um, going on lately. We've gotten a couple more trailers. I know we've been dropping some more um, episodes about trailers lately, but there's just too many to cover in an hour or half hour time. So, um, you know, this week we're, we're here to talk about uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is coming out June 2nd, and the new Flash trailer, which is coming out June 16th. So, Duran, um, I, I want to talk Across the Spider-Verse first because I, I feel like this sequel is very highly anticipated because the first one kind of came out of nowhere. In hindsight, it's easy to look yeah. back and be like, oh, of course, you know, this movie is great. But at the time, it was, you know, Sony and Marvel were doing their partnership thing and people were all like, oh, uh, uh, you know, a Sony-led, a Sony-led Spider-Man animated film. How good is this thing going to be? And then it ended up being mm-hmm. like one of the greatest comic book movies ever, right? So um, here we are with the sequel. 
I know there's probably a lot of people who've seen the trailer who are probably going to watch the movie, but that don't know much of anything about some of the different iterations of Spider-Man um, and yeah. the villain who I'm assuming is going to be a sub-villain in Spot. Um, you think so? I have I have a theory, but I wanna I wanna I wanna let you get your thoughts off first. Okay, so the cool thing about this, like Into the Spider Verse and the collaboration with that Sony, is that there's so many characters in Spider Man. Like I personally love Venom more than anybody else, but you all can say they all were birthed or they originally came from Spider Man, right? So for Spider Man 2099, which is like the main quote unquote villain in this type of um, movie, you get to see everybody. You get to see Noir back. You get to see Punk Rock back. You get to see freaking Peter comes back with his daughter. Like, you see so many different varieties in this actual Spider film that I love. You would never probably see on the main type of live action. And now we go to the character in Spot. Spot is a character that looks goofy, comic relief. But if you actually look at his powers and knew a little more history of him, he has some very dangerous stuff for the actual multiverse in the universe. Um, they show him an ATM and they show the loaf of bread come out of his stomach. It's funny. It really is. But this character was um, just literally has a white costume and has ability to reach into the actual rip, like almost wormholes into the other universe. That's a big problem in our MCU. How do you feel about when you've seen that? So when I saw it, number one, I thought, all right, how do you fight this guy? Because you can't ever really yeah. land a good hit on someone like this, right? Number mm-hmm. two, at least what we know in the comics about how people with these kinds of powers, whether it's being able to open portals or being able to teleport like a Nightcrawler from the X-Men, right? I mean, you were kind of mm-hmm. talking about this a little bit off air. Um, it's not so much as just a reaching here in this portal coming out here over here in a, in a different space um it's whether the characters know it consciously or subconsciously they're doing interdimensional travel using those mm-hmm. powers right it's the same thing with nightcrawler with nightcrawler and it's i forget which which comics it's in but um it's briefly explained where when nightcrawler is, is teleporting the same way like when spots opening a portal he's not just mm-hmm. going from place to place when he teleports, when he disappears, he actually travels yeah. through a different dimension and comes back to our dimension in a different spot. That's how he's able to make mm-hmm. that quick of a change, right? And the same thing with Spot. So considering what these Spider-Verse films are about, multiverse and interdimensional travel, I think there's going to be, there's clearly got to be a connection between Spot and the rest of these Spider-Men that are out there, 2099 included, Um where they must have some kind of knowledge of this spot guy. Cause I, I I'm going to assume that he's been in other universes as well. Cause that's just the nature of his power, right? You don't, you don't access wormholes and portals without accidentally stumbling mm-hmm. into like other dimensions and other multiverses. And the cool thing about the trailer, everything else about that, like for instance, like let's go back a little history with spot spot was, and the comic was supposed to be another version of cloak. If you guys know who Cloak is, having the ability to actually transfer and hide people and do different things. Super underrated that's what character. Yeah, that's who his spot was supposed to be referenced to or supposed to be like. Um, Sciences got crazy, found the ability to do this, and then he became who he was. He worked for Kingpin. So Kingpin from the first movie, now he has like a little henchman. It all makes sense with the flow. And also you mentioned a good point about how other universes had to know about the spot. If you look at Miguel, Miguel Spider-Man 2099, you see the anger. He doesn't really care for a young 
Spider-Man. He cares about for adults that have mature and know what they want to do. You show it like some background with him. He lost his daughter. So you see the parts of the actual film of seeing little daughter skits in there. And then you see him here, like he made the comment that you save one person or save the world. It kind of referenced like he decided to save the world over saving his daughter. So anybody choosing to not align with that, it angers him. So seeing um, Miles saying, well, I can do both. And then seeing the clip of his father at the very end, like, is he going to try to pick and save his dad? Or is he going to pick this big spider universe? Um, that is really, really cool. You see him trying to balance his life. You see him having, he got to be in Spanish. Your mom is Spanish, bro. That was funny. That was pretty funny on that too. Yeah. No, it's just cool. To see no, that. yeah. I thought that was funny. I, um, I, I agree with you about, about, um, Miguel, the 2099 Spider-Man. I think what I was saying mm -hmm. earlier, I think spot is going to be the kind of initial villain to kind of get the story moving. Um, but okay. I think 2099 Spider-Man is going to end up being the villain at the end because it's clear that they have a difference in philosophy, him and Miles, um, mm -hmm. where I think <clears throat> it's going to be one of those situations where Miguel's going to be like, look, you don't understand what's at stake. If you go back and try to save this one person, you're going to set off a, train, a chain reaction that's going to destroy the world type, type of situation. Yes. And of course... You know, Miles being a kid and not not understanding kind of the gravity of of the situation, he's going to be like, "No, I can save, I can save everyone." Kind of in a similar way that like Tom Holland did in No Way Home, right? Where it's just like, "Hey, if we send these guys back to their time, they're all going to die at the hands of Spider Man." And Doctor mm -hmm. Strange is like, "Oh, fuck them!" Like, yeah, it is what it is, right? Um, that's just not who Spider Man is, which in the comics has gotten him into a bit of bit of trouble right because um mm -hmm. and this is another one of those things where like why spider-man is so beloved in the fandom is because he he's one of those rare characters where you know his life ain't all butterflies and rainbows like really no. really terrible terrible things happen to spider-man in the comics um aside from the fact that he's fucking broke most of the time right mm -hmm. so i think i think that's where miles and miguel are gonna like really butt heads is you know miguel is seemingly the leader of all of, of this kind of spider verse council of spider people if you will um yeah and you've got this one rogue spider-man not not falling in line right so mm -hmm. i i see that conflict towards the end of the movie i, I wonder how it's gonna how it's gonna end up um but to your point if he's if Miles is trying to like save his dad, we we know about Prowler, his uncle, um, how he kind of yeah. that's kind of his version of Uncle Ben. Um, but I I wonder if if his dad's not going to make it out of this. I don't know because they definitely a uh, great job in the trailer. Definitely great job in the trailer. Um, it's a Spider Man is known for trauma. Every single Spider Man, almost what made them Spider Man is the stuff they had to go yep. through um and you can see miguel it's like he's the most adult one now you have peter being a jokester and with his kid but miguel like he's still stressing out still putting poles on people still doing what he has to do and he even gets so angry he referenced about how you like tom holland spider-man no way home means reference him and dr octopus and how it caused all these problems with the rip and everything else so it shows the universes are connected um they always tease about that but you actually know like hey what is happening in mcu this is a part of it and that's interesting, but it's also like, dang, is Pop's going to really, like, die and end this film to make Spider-Man Miles who he's supposed to be? 
Yeah, it's. I don't. Do you you think they're gonna? Do, do you know, think bro. they're gonna try that trick again, where they bring in Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, like to do like a voiceover? Well, they mentioned the first one he's supposed to do it, but they felt that it was too distracting. And like how, and I agree with them. I think Tom Holland in the first movie would have been no. Problem. Agreed. Um, um. So now I think Miles. I hope this leads to a live action Miles, almost like it'd be the first time ever I can think of where you have two animations and there's live action. I think the popularity of Miles being the centerpiece is that. So I don't think you need Andrew Garfield would be pretty cool because um that could potentially be a third move for him and like maybe Venom. So it could be like the way of saying that all the worlds are all over to part and now you have your Spider-Man, that makes Spider-Man 3, that you always want it. And then you also have your Miles Morales 3, but it shows live action. So it can be like almost like a ripple effect. Um, I would like that. And also I think the spot character is going to be, um, play a real big part. More than people think they don't want to be. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's definitely a possibility. And like we know in the first Spider-Man movie, or Spider-Man Homecoming, I should say, Miles is, he's referenced. Yeah. Um, by Donald Glover's character saying, you know, I, I have a, I have a nephew that lives that lives mm-hmm. in this neighborhood. I don't want those I don't want those kind of weapons around here. So Miles exists. So yes, and I, I mean, he, I, I think the I think the chances of them actually giving us a live action Miles Morales anytime soon are probably slim, which is really. I, and I only say that because they're giving us this animation these animation Mm -hmm. movies right like i feel like if they were going to do live action they would have just done live action but maybe they did animation because they thought a live action film wouldn't perform well but then this animation movie like broke all kinds of records so i don't know even like i'm gonna tell you how important miles is to the community just put it how it is like father being african-american the mom being latino it just also like they're making video games like PS5. One of the best Spider-Man games are Miles yeah. a part of it. There is Spider-Man shows Miles like they, he has an audience and people want to see it. Um, do I think they maybe were doing a tester with the first animation to see if people would actually come out and see it and also to venture in that world? Maybe, but it hit a home run with it. So why would they not come out with a second animation of it? Now I think with this being said, they can do like I said anything they want to do with it. I would love to one day see a live action Miles, and this is like a great segue to that. But I also understand that they kept it in the animation world because you're doing such a great job with that. Then what's next? You've already showed every freaking Spider Man there is. So I think next will be a live action. Right. No, I, that's a good point. Because I mean, there's not many, I mean, there's other stories you can do, right? But I mean, if you're doing a Cross yeah. Spider Verse, when you're, we're going to see every iteration of Spider Man that's out there, mm-hmm. where, do you, where do you go from that? Right, so like, unless you pass the torch to Miguel, because Miguel has a cool story, it's a Doctor Doom story, which is freaking phenomenal. When Doom takes over the world, and that's under Spider-Man twenty ninety nine, so that'd be a cool like animation one if they want to do that. Yeah, I think, I think it's probably more likely that they'll turn the animated Miles Morales universe Mm -hmm. into like an expand, like an expansive universe that's all animated. I think that's more likely to happen than. A live action Miles Morales, which I mean, I would love to see. I'm just, you know, I'm just, just, just being realistic. Just being realistic. I think, and we're, you know, maybe this is a good segue from Marvel to DC, but I would love, mm-hmm. love, love, love. G- give me either one of these: live action Miles Morales or live action Static. And honestly, some fan casting 
the guy who voices Miles Morales, Shamik Moore, give me him a static. Do you think the time has passed for him to be static? For that, spe- for that specific yes. actor? Yes. No, I don't think so. We're talking about Wu-Tang Clan. Well, because... Because... That's what I'm talking about. I said Garfield. I said Scarface. Because I, I, I don't think the time has passed because he still looks young. Tobey Maguire was okay. 32 when he played Spider-Man. He... Maybe because I saw him in Wu-Tang... Like maybe because that's just him being a great actor, and that's showing that he can show the great right. us about that. Um, being the chef, I just feel like now going back to that, it's like it's a big change. Maybe the dude from Stranger Things, I can't think of his name. Oh right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lucas. I don't know. I forget his real yes. name, but he's Lucas in, in Stranger mm-hmm. Things. Yeah. So I mean, he I could be like a great static as well, or he could be a he could be a great live yeah. action Miles Miles as well. And I think. Um, Danny Glover, of course, could be the prowler. Like, there's things you could do. Like, of he says Donald Glover, not Danny Glover. Yeah, Donald. That's Danny Glover. I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I am tripping. But uh, that would be a freaking a show. But uh, I think that the time may have passed. But I, it would work for voice acting. I really do. But I just don't see. Yeah, it. I just I, honestly, if they let's be real, if they announce, hey, we're developing a live action Static movie, take my money. I'm already uh-huh. in. You don't even need to show me a trailer. I'm already. I'm already in. Already in. Anyways, um, you guys let us know what you thought about the the Across the Spider-Verse trailer, if you guys liked it. Uh, we're looking forward to it. The first one was great, so we have, I mean, no objections to think that the second one's not going to be equally as good or better. Um, so I want to switch over to DC. We got a second Flash trailer recently. Mm-hmm. Um, gave us a little bit more footage, a little bit more of a closer look into what the plot's going to be. Um what were your initial thoughts? I mean, I know, I mean, guys like you and I, like we're, we're we were already in after the first Flash trailer. Um, yes, but you know, given the 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 second trailer with a little bit more footage, what were your what were your thoughts about about uh, the second trailer? That is really happening, bro. Like June sixteenth, like this is really it's happening. Close. We talked about this even from the Super Bowl trailer. It's even before all the stuff happening. We heard about it, but like it's really happening you got two trailers like yo there's no doubt so um seeing both flashes in the opening scene like i was basically like yo, they they know about each other the enemies like they're really there and then seeing how they're gonna i think they're gonna alter the timeline a little bit as far as uh the book versus the movie um they made it seem michael keaton's still throwing hands bro mm-hmm. like they throwing him like he still just got out the gym still got it baby flexing on everybody and like I, that is amazing because like seeing the evolution of the acting from then to now and seeing his character still be relevant because it's still Batman, but everybody has their own little mix on it. Knowing that you almost forget that Ben Affleck's in the movie, like you forget about that because Michael Keaton was everyone else's Batman prior to us. Like our older generation, they love Michael Keaton, so that's really, really like it brings the intensity and also like the love and joy of the all the films matter. I am looking forward to this film by far the most this year than they have over any other film that I can think of. Yeah, no, I'm I agree with you 100%. This is my most anticipated film of the year because yes. Again, just because of the implications like we understand DC's going through a, a, a regime change and we have pieces of the this old regime in a lot of the characters mm-hmm. in the Flash, Ben Affleck, Ezra Miller, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. 
Um, but Flash and the Flashpoint story resets the DC universe, right? Mm-hmm. So, or at least in the comics it does, right? So I think the timing for this movie coming out is absolutely perfect because James yes. Gunn and company, they have an opportunity to take the old universe and mm-hmm. give it a proper closing and make a and make a seamless transition into their next universe. So I'm I'm really interested to see how they're gonna how they're gonna handle this. Um, I do mm-hmm. think we're gonna get like Dark Flash in this, um, like because like in the trailer, you notice number one like the Barry that we know, or at least the one that's from the, the Snyderverse, he's wearing a lot of blue, and you can see it in mm-hmm. like some of the flashbacks he has. There's like a blue color palette, and then the other Barry whose universe that he's in now is often in yellow. Yes. Very often in yellow. Um, Now we do see him rocking like an all black. I'm assuming is a repurposed old Batman suit that he's using as a flash suit. It looks freaking fire. It looks looks great. But the part that, that got me was, I think it was our Barry talking to the other Barry and the other Barry Mm -hmm. saying to him, basically, no, no one dies and like being really angry about it. So I feel like it's going to be kind of a similar situation like we were talking about with Miles and Miguel about mm-hmm. our Barry saying, hey, look, I need to go back and put things back the way that it was. Knowing yeah. that that's going to result in Barry's mom's death. And other Barry ain't going to have that. He could be like, look, your fucking mom died. Mine's not dying. And there's, there's, I mean, there's, there's clearly going to be tension there. I think. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how it's going to come about. That's a theory. I, don't, I don't know anything about the movie, but oh, I'm assuming there's going to be. Because think about it, we know we have Zod there, right? As a villain, right? We know that, but mm-hmm. I think when, mm-hmm. when we're doing like a time traveling, you know, universe altering event. Beaten Zod is not going to like solve the issue. Yeah. There, there's 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 going to be something else to this story that we haven't seen yet, right? And Warner Brothers, or I guess I should say Discovery, now they are very confident in this movie mm-hmm. because they've already lifted like the review embargo, and we're a month away, month and a half away from this movie hitting theaters. It's the piggyback on the General Zod thing. Shout out to Man of Steel. Man of Steel, my personal opinion. I'm not a big Spider. I'm a Superman fan, but that was a really good film. Agreed. It was a good film that deserved to have a second. Very movie. underrated and comic book movie. Probably one of the most yes. underrated comic book movies of all time. Yeah. So having like General Zai back in this movie and being relevant again, thank you. Kudos to UDC for doing that. But you're right. I think he's a JV villain in this. I don't think he's going to be the main villain because you're not going to have a story wrapped up being General Zai. We've seen that before. Yep. That's not the conclusion. Um, ooh, the blue light, the colors mean so much. It means so much in film mm-hmm. and seeing that even when like the flashback when uh, Barry's mom is dying and you see him holding the arms of the father, you see him look at Barry and then you see him also get kissing the father and he's here to die. Like this small little thing like that. Like, and then you see the overlap of the voices of the timeline and seeing Iris West talking. Like you don't know really what's happening or whose thoughts you're in. But of course, when we see the film, we're going to see all of it basically unravel and spiral out of control. But yeah, it's gonna someone's gonna flip. 
it's going to flip. It's going to come to a point where it's only one flash is really going to be the one that we actually care for. And the other one's going to be like, yo, you're not doing this. Let's throw hands. I'm going to stop you at all costs. Right. So, yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Bro, this really happened. Like, this is – both movies are in June? Yeah. Two weeks away. Yeah. 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 It's Very happening. It's, Very freaking time. Like, it's, it's crazy, bro, because, like, I remember this movie was, was announced years ago, bro. Yes. Years ago. Yes. And, like, it, it went through countless directors, writers. Mm-hmm. Ezra Miller's out here on his bullshit. And the studio is like still stood behind all the fuckery and say what you want to say about mm-hmm. all the controversy around the production of this film. You don't, you don't take all that controversy on the chin without yeah. a damn good reason. This movie, this movie so, must be really good. And like everything people have been saying about it, is that it's really, really, really fucking good. So I, I'm excited, dude. So it says writing credits as Christina Hudson and um, Joby Harlow, um, or Harold. So the writing must be so superior and like supreme on every single aspect for all the directors to see this, all the casting they had, and they still, like you said, they stood by it. So it must have been a phenomenal, out-of-the-park writing. Like, they must have did their thing. Because there's no way. Most people want to change this, change that. We never heard about that. We just said we're going to change director and we're changing cast members. Never the story. And then James Gunn coming from where he's coming from over here now and then saying, you know what? I like it. This is going to be great. You don't do that. Yeah. It's not my, it's not my baby. I'm still going to rock with it like it is my baby. Like right. that's a strong get. Yeah. Yeah. That's so a- I, I have high hopes for this film. I yeah. just – I can't imagine – I just can't imagine everything that's going on and everything that people have said about this film, given what they've had to put up with. I can't imagine that this movie is trash. Was... It can't be. <laughs> Do you think well, this is not really a high bar when I say this, okay? <laughs> it's, it's terrible when I say this. This will be the best film, <laughs> DC film in the past <laughs> like Five years, six years? Like, is it the best film since the Dark Knight franchise? Do you think it's going to be on the level of the Batman? <sighs> that's that's tough. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it'll be on the level of, like, the Batman. I think <laughs> if, if I'm comparing it to, like, other, like, DCEU films. Yes. I think my favorite ones of the DCEU were the first Wonder Woman, Man okay. of Steel, I don't even. I don't even. There? I'll just stop there. I don't even want to pick a third one. There are no bronze medals being given out here. Um, it's been that bad of a. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I hope so. You like Green Lantern, right? No. You like Green Lantern. Don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, I, I, I hope this movie's good. I hope it's up to that caliber. You know what I mean? I mean, we've been waiting for this movie for for years, and I think, again, it's just what it means for the future of the DC universe for James Gunn's version of the DC universe. I'm so excited to see how this is going to play out and like how they're going to, how they're going to make this transition. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited to see Ben Affleck as Batman again. Um, They, they gave us, they're giving us like for the first time, a blue and gray suit live action, which I'm, I'm interested in. I don't know what Mm -hmm. the, design is like on his chest that's weird but 
I'm sure there's a damn good I hope reason. They tell for us it. a little more. Yeah, a little more about that. So we have two Batmans. We have the Affleck. We have Keaton. Mm-hmm. Do you think both want to walk out of here? It's a good question. I never really thought. No contract that. wise. Yeah. Yeah, do you think both gonna walk out of here? You got two flashes and you got two Batmans. You know, I don't think Ben Affleck's gonna be in the movie a whole lot. I think it'll okay. be like in the trailer where we had Ben Affleck talking to Barry, basically telling him like, you know, hey, this is a shit idea. You're probably gonna end up mm-hmm. messing something up. Um, yeah. And then we see Barry in the other universe. I think that's about as much as we're gonna get from Ben Affleck's okay. Batman. I mean, and that one action scene, I, I imagine. Um, so I think that he's going to be safe. They're just going to let him kind of ride off into the sunset. Michael Keaton, though, I it it depends on how badly shit hits the fan in his universe when Barry gets there. Okay, because I I could totally I could totally see them killing him off as Barry, like you know, goes back to his own universe. I think he dies like halfway through the movie. Wow. Okay. Like not earlier in the movie. Um, let's say about 50%, close to 60, which prompts why Flash has that kind of suit. I feel like something happened in the events, and that's why he's like almost like a, a honorary momentum. I'm going to wear this suit and my Flash powers. Because he first didn't have the Flash powers. So I see that as like them figuring out, and then something happens, and then that's why he's in that suit. Wow. So you think. See, because I always just thought that it was just like he was just going to take like a an older version. Because we saw a bunch of Batman suits in there, right? Yeah. I just figured that Batman would just be like, hey, you know, you got some powers now. Because we saw the little montage of them trying to give New mm-hmm. Barry his powers with the with yes. the, trying to recreate the lightning strike. Um, so I, I always just thought it was just, you know, I was just Bruce saying to New Barry, hey, you need a suit. Here you go. Just use one of these old ones. I think the Flash character is it's kind of ironic how we're doing a Spider-Man character and Flash character have similarities they have with the trauma and how things spark things in their particular um, origin. I think that's going to be that. Or second part of it will be he goes and be Batman Beyond, old Ben, um, to get in Batman Beyond film and do what they want later on. But Because Michael Keaton is the only Batman that you really can see him going to that role for Batman Beyond, and no one will question. I'm not gonna lie. If they told me that they were gonna develop a Batman Beyond live action film, and Michael Keaton was gonna play old Bruce Wayne, I'd be like, it makes, "I'm in." Right. I'm in. It makes sense. Like, so you must timeline up right now. You could just put him in there, implement him anywhere you mm-hmm. want to, and it will work. And make so it like an Elseworlds it, kind of kind of situation, right? Because like you know that yes. this other universe is out there, and you've acknowledged that there are other universes. Not just within the DCU, but also with mm-hmm. like the Batman, right? So you can do it. There's 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 no reason why why he can't. And I think it'll just come down to one whether or not Michael Keaton wants to do it. Um, and yes. number two, if this movie's good, because if the movie's not good, no one that's cast in it will will, will ever see again. We're definitely not going to see Ezra Miller again, regardless. I don't think. He's done too much. There's been too much fuckery. Yo, what if the end of the Flash movie, when he comes back, it's a different Flash? That'd be hilarious. But anyway, that's just me. He just me, baby. But just, uh, <laughs> just like we're closing. But I feel like Michael Key, like you said, the success of this movie. I also feel this movie like it's must be well written for them to even 
be at this point because they could have scrapped everything based off Mr. Miller and what he did. So for them to even get to this point, it's going to be successful. It is. Yeah. And then I feel like them showing more trailers of Michael Keaton, it almost like makes you forget about um, Miller's theatrics and you focus on like historical like yo this is key this is Affleck like I'm gonna see everything right so uh, they're really good on the timing of the trailer like you don't really see him speaking that much right in the actual trailer if you noticed yeah they, that's, they're, they're, they're that's true people. that's true and it's and it's it's difficult right because Ezra is the star you can't hide the star in the movie you're trying to promote so I think they did a good job in 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 promoting the film um leaning a little bit more on you know Michael Keaton nostalgia and um, just some yes. of the some of the action set pieces. Um, I think, I think the actress that's playing Supergirl, she, this could be a, this could be a huge come up for her Sasha. if she Sasha. if she if people receive her well, if the movie does well. Hey man, I mean they did say they were going to make a Supergirl <laughs> movie. So when they seen Michael Keaton throw the fist, throw the hook shot. And you see her come with the like hands flying like, through in a slow motion, destroying the gun. Yeah, yeah, like, yo, this is great. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for this, man. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm super excited for this, man. It's um, again, my most anticipated of the year. It has a lot riding on it. The future of the DCU. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say the future of the DCU is resting on this because it's, it's kind of an old regime slash new regime film. I don't think James Gunn and the new regime had a whole lot of creative input on this. They may have had a couple of things here and there as they were like finishing it up, but um, yeah, it's a win-win for James Gunn though mm-hmm. because James Gunn literally if it's bad. Hey, um, hey guys, this had nothing to do with me. We're restarting now. It's great. Hey, see, I know how to pick and keep what's important. It works yep, either way. That's true. No, you're that, that's a that's a good point because you can you could just say hey. This this movie was great, and this is perfectly segueing into our new DC universe because yes. now the universe has been reset. Now, last question before we get out of here: Which I don't want to do Rotten Tomato because Rotten Tomato scores I think are sometimes way off. Mm-hmm. Audience score is where I find my like true if I want to watch a show mm-hmm, or not mm-hmm. the audience tells you if it's crap or not. Which film will have a better, higher audience score? By the end of the month, you're saying Spider Verse or Flash? Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's going to be Spider Verse. I think that's going to have a, a better audience score because of Mr. Miller's theatrics, or if the film actually being better. I'm going to say partly because of Ezra Miller's shenanigans. Okay. Two because of. Um, recognition and and this is what i mean by recognition people already know this spider-verse franchise is a good one so it's going to be given the benefit of the doubt if it's an if it's a mediocre movie people will still say that they loved it and they had a great time if the flash is a mediocre movie people will say that it sucked because dc doesn't have a great track record that's very true. Right? I mean, it's just, it, it just, and, and it's I'm not saying that it's fair, but it just, it is what it is, right? Like you're coming off the heels of Into the Spider Verse that was critically well received and fans loved it alike. The second one, even if it's not as good, it's still going to be a good time for most people. True. The Flash, with everything surrounding Ezra Miller, with the whole merger going on, and 
just DC's track record in the last decade, it has to be it has to be above average for people to say that they had a good time because the bias is already kind of baked in there. And then you're going to have people that are going to shit on the movie just because of Ezra Miller anyway. I agree with everything you're saying, and I'm still going to go against you. Okay. Because I, I think Michael Keaton and the feel, like, I'm at work, bro. I'm at work. You're like, yo, you see Michael Keaton? Like, people just know, like, that's all they're talking about. These are old heads. So I feel like if there was a movie to bring people back to watch it, they good timing. Good timing. Yeah, like, no. I, I think he's going to be. Go ahead. I think that it's going to give him a positive score because I feel like some people, when comic book movies, I don't want to say superhero movies, when comic book movies were relevant and the spark in the past 10, 15 years, almost 20 years now, how it's been like a, a fire. At that time, it wasn't like that. So people may not have recognized how good he was at that particular role. And now you have a blended of audience that are open-minded to see things a little differently and may respect him and his craft a little bit more. Um, I just feel also General Zod or Spot. I'm not saying this, I'm just saying fair, General Zod, fair, Spot, Supergirl. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I just feel like that's it. And plus, people hate on animation anyway. So that's fair. That's fair. And, I, and that's not to say that I think Spider Verse is going to be an objectively better movie than The Flash. Yeah. Because just how it's, down, just a little bit. I think because it, it, it both of those things could differ from one another, yeah. right? Like one could be a better movie but be less well received than something right. else. Like case in point, we were talking about Man of Steel earlier. I think that's a great movie. It's a great film. I think it's a great, it's a great film. film. Wasn't well received for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe maybe I just don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Maybe that could be true, still, but. That still bothers me, dude. That we didn't get as like. How do you drop that? But that's another day. We're gonna keep it positive. Yeah. Everyone keep it positive. Again, man, we're looking. We're looking oh. towards the future for DCU. We should talk about the Witcher season three when it comes out. We should, but Henry Cavill's not going to be Geralt anymore. I know. That's why I want to talk about it because I just want to <sighs> see your passion come out. <laughs> Fans, if you don't know about Prince, The Witcher is like a top five video game for him of all time. Like that's one of his favorite things. If you guys, I know um, we're getting off topic here, but if you guys have not played The Witcher Three, it's it's one of the greatest video games ever made, bar none. It's it it just is. Ask anyone who's played it; they will tell you the same thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is great. I can't wait, fans. Please let us know how you feel. Comments. If you saw something on the chart we didn't see. Uh, breakdowns, everything. We're, we will love to interact with you guys. We love doing this. If you got any other trailers that we don't know about, any films coming up you want to talk about, we'll do it all. TV shows too. Yeah, definitely let us know. We'll definitely be back um, when the movies come out to do our spoiler reviews um, and talk about um, all the things in, that happened in the movie, some of the things that you know were maybe referenced from the comics. Um, you guys know we're, we're big comic book heads, so we'll we'll dive deep in these. Um, but, Deron, you got anything else, man? Nah, man. Peace and love. Great time. All right, guys. We'll we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Peace.